What's up, everybody? Good morning, and welcome to another episode of God and Government. I'm Pastor Stewart, and this is Pastor Brandon. And as always, we have producer Matt, MAGA Matt, Hello. Marxist Matt. I don't know which nickname we're going to wind up sticking with, but it's going to be one of them at some point. But maybe we should do a poll. We should do a poll. Oh, go for it. Go for it. We're here hanging out in the studio today talking about current events. Crazy 2020 has been so far, mm. right? Just absolutely nuts. Who We've, saw it coming? I mean, while we got COVID, everything shut down in March. And if you think about it, March was, that was a long time ago by this point. Like, <laughs> we're almost in August. We're still dealing with this stuff. It's going to be March of 2021 before things maybe return mm-hmm. to some type of normal. Remember back in March when we were thinking, oh, this will blow over in about a week. You know, the... the <laughs> <laughs> the media's ADD will move on to something else, but you know they, you know they've pretty trenched, pretty much trenched in. We're since holding on. February. I never thought it would be possible to hold on to something this long, and yet here we are. Twenty twenty has been a watershed moment. We can't forget about um, other exciting things that have happened this year. So Kanye twenty twenty is he still? Do we know? What's happening with that guy? It's back and forth. It's back and <laughs> forth. Is he running for president? He's not. And then maybe he was. And then he wasn't. And then he announced a running mate. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know I don't know. I, uh, you know, it was exciting for a minute there. I was like a stick of dynamite in the log jam. <laughs> Maybe, you know, you, you, a year like this, you just never know what God might do. Oh, you know, a year like this. Ooh, you sounds like a segue is happening. You might think the gospel <laughs> was preached at Bethel Church or something. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. I are, think it was. Well, actually, I haven't seen the video yet, so I'm not. Nor do we know with absolute fact that this was indeed at Bethel Church. Oh, that's also true. Maybe some of our listeners can tell us where this took place, the setting, the time, and the date of mm. said repentance. Right. But right. 2020 is the year that Ray Comfort comes out of Todd White's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the preaching of the law and the oh, gospel man. comes out of the prophet Todd White's. He said he was listening to Ray Comfort. He was reading Charles Spurgeon. He was like, you guys ever heard of Charles Spurgeon? And everybody was like, who? (laughs) Charles who? Spurgeon, isn't that a fish? (laughs) No, that's a sturgeon. That's a sturgeon. That's fantastic. Yes, yes. Now, this is new, of course, for God and government to uh, get into something like this. Yeah, it's not quite government. Yeah, but, but maybe we, he'll run for president. I don't like, think anyone's going to sue us for taking a little break. But um, <laughs> yeah, Todd White, twenty twenty, <laughs> it's coming. No, we already have Paula White. Oh, yeah. dang! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. yes, indeed. Yeah, this is new for God and government, but I think this will be fun. It, it took the internet by storm. Yeah, and you and I had no idea who Todd White was. Yeah, well, so but, some people said his name, and I was like, I think that's the dude with the hair, and that's about as far as he, I could do. He is a dude. Yeah, it is a man. He has dreadlocks. That's right. They don't seem to fit him. Are you saying that you cannot <laughs> trust a white man with dreadlocks? <laughs> hey, hey, don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. I didn't say that, but it is weird but yeah well he's from <laughs> california you know dude you, you know? kind of do that yeah man yeah. he's from california Hang so in. all that jazz you gotta fit in so so anyway new anyway guy. who is todd white let me introduce him for our yeah. our listeners do Help we have out. a few folks tuning in we're literally no one no one cares what we're doing and or saying oh i i know people care about todd white because <laughs> i was getting lots of messages about it lots i'm trying to find back. our little live stream here so that i can 
take a look. Mm, there mm-hmm. it is. Mm, the internet is no. the internet is hard. That is let my people go. That is from a week ago. The internet is hard for old people like me. <laughs> so who is Todd White? Who is Todd White? Let's just get down to the bottom of it. Todd White is famous. Now I only know this because I started looking into it this morning, and, and, a, and a little bit earlier this week, because everybody was talking about it. Um, but right. Todd White is famous right. for being the spiritual son of Kenneth Copeland, or at least he he's, Copeland, he refers that's the guy who's yes. like blowing on COVID. Wasn't that isn't that the same guy? Yeah, that's the same. Okay, okay. Kenneth Copeland it's took really care hard of to. COVID. With a mighty rushing wind <laughs> blowing forth from his uh, pie hole. No. Yes, unfortunately, Todd White is refers to Kenneth Copeland as his spiritual father. Mm. So, uh, Jonathan you know, Dupuy says if you've seen the movie American Gospel, you know a little bit more about Todd White. Yes, that's right. That's right. So that kind of does... That is a part of all of this. That's part of why we wanted to speak about it. Mm. Because Todd White is one of the main characters that is put on blast in the American Gospel video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so some people are wondering, did he watch this video, whatnot? Yeah, did did it like push him in a certain direction? Yeah, I don't know, but Todd White is a famous heretical word of faith teacher. Yeah. Word of faith teaching is um, pagan. It's closer to the occult than it is to Christianity. And this isn't a whole show exposing the Word of Faith doctrine. Maybe we can do that later. A lot of people have already done that. Yeah, but he is a Word of Faith wolf, or was. Um, And uh, he's famous for doing his, what I could call, street therapy, Mm. where he street evangelizes instead of preaching the law of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ he street evangelizes by reminding people of how wonderful they are and how worthy they are and how deserving and how much God loves them and some of his famous lines are the cross reveals your value Hmm. you've all heard these things before Mm. I mean, well, this is self-esteem gospel. Oh, okay, this is the therapy gospel. I got it. You know, heaven went bankrupt to have us back or what okay. is the famous Lauren Daigle song? Uh, God could not imagine a heaven without you. you know, Does it say a, that? I can't remember the exact words. Maybe, Matt, you're the musician around here. We clearly, <laughs> we clearly, well, are on another plane. Maybe our maybe our commenters can they can help us out. Help us out. With help the, us be connected lyrics. to the mainstream, you guys. Yeah. we desperately need help being That's connected right. to the I mean, mainstream. He's kind of a famous self-esteem gospel guy. Well, you know oh, that's funny man. though because we really have no idea who he is. Yeah. He has no idea no who idea. we are. Or Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> he doesn't even know matter. who Charles Spurgeon is. Like he would hear us and be like, "You guys don't know Ken?" And right. we're like, "Bro, we've been reading Charles Spurgeon for like 20 years." Isn't it odd? <laughs> This is like, that's what makes this video so interesting because worlds are colliding. Mm. Tribes have met in a jungle somewhere and they're like, you were also alive? <laughs> you know, it's like a post-nuclear apocalypse and you think you're the only you person alive. for the first you're time. Like, there's, Wait, there's more of us? Right, there's others. Yes, he, he's, he, you, he says in the video, we're going to watch it in a bit. He's like, you've guys heard of... Charles Spurgeon? You guys heard of Ray Crickets. Comfort? <laughs> so, he's That's unfortunately awesome. he's also famous for the uh, extending the leg trick. So th- the, I've also just now for the first time heard of this. This is like a thing. 
This is an old circus trick, an old <laughs> charlatan's trick done by um, false teachers. They have someone lay down on, you know, or like a, a, a gurney or a bed or whatnot, and they yeah. they adjust their hips in, in a certain way so th- so to make it appear to the naked eye that uh, someone with one leg longer than the other, the shorter leg is growing, and uh, you know, ooh, a, a huge miracle. This isn't. This is as cliche as rabbit out of a hat. Oh, okay. Th- this okay. is old school witch doctor sawing somebody um, in half. Yeah. This is old school witch doctor charlatan. Um, you know, circus trick. Okay, and and okay. he uh, is famous for these sorts of things. So he like we is or has been a charlatan mm-hmm. and a, a total false teacher um, for the ex- length of his entire ministry. But, but is something happening? Is something? I guess that's really the question. The Facebook, my Facebook was like broken for a day, and I just kept seeing Todd White, Todd White, Todd White, Todd White pop up in my feed all the time. That's Lots right. of folks are excited. You know, revival or bust has been our thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe, maybe this, this is, is revival. Maybe this is it. I don't know. It could happen. We do need to talk about it, right? Certainly, God is sovereign. He can call anyone he wants at any point in time. The Apostle Paul was murdering people when he was called on the road to Damascus. Right. So, Todd White might have been called by the Lord. While he was lengthening people's legs. Yes, and and people are calling this Todd White's repentance, but really this would be Todd White's conversion. um, Yeah, if it is If it is something. He does say in the video, doesn't he? He's like, this is the first time I've ever, like, understood this or something like that. He says, I knew this sort of when I was younger, but I have not incorporated this gospel message in my preaching for the last 16 years. Well, I mean, he has been devoid of the gospel. He, in fact, teaches that justification is not just something that's imputed to you, right. but it's infused in you and that you are actually righteous, mm. literally righteous, mm. um, and that mm. you have to maintain that level of righteousness. So not to get Whoa. into too deep of theology in this show, but he is technically a false teacher and a heretic. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Heretic, false teacher, charlatan, right. word of faith, occultic healer, um, etc. We have no reason to think he was actually a Christian, and he no confesses. This. Yeah, he confesses to having led thousands and thousands of people into this false teaching for the last, and never having preached the actual basics of the gospel. I mean, like kindergarten basics of the gospel, which he does, which he did, which he this, does in this video. Yeah. So, okay. has Todd White been converted? Right, that's the question. Can't know the um, heart, maybe. You know, there, we we can't know some things, but we See can know a few like. others. But let's just um, for our listeners, do we have um, a, at least a handful that are going to watch this video with us? I'd I'd like to have a little watch party here. Yeah. Um, producer Matt, Produ- I, producer Matt's going to cue this video up for us. We have twenty folks about to watch this with us. Twenty. Nineteen on my feed. And then you and me. You forgot to add the three zeros behind it. I see. With us in here, we have 24, 23 total. 23,000. My daughter's in the studio today. All right. Well, let's watch this video together. Okay. And feel free to comment while we're watching this, okay? I mean, type comments. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Okay, go. Because I feel like I haven't preached the whole gospel. Okay, cool. And I repent. Can they hear me? I repent. Oh. This hit me. Did you ever hear of Ray Comfort? Amazing. Just amazing. Like I, I was blown away. Now I don't 
I didn't read a whole bunch of stuff, but this right here blew me away. It's just a scenario that, that rocked me to the core. I'm gonna read this to you. You guys ready? Okay. I, I just, this, this right here like overtook me. I was like, oh my gosh, because it's how you come in. When you come into the gospel because you came in for a better life, you've come in for the wrong gospel. When you come to Jesus because he's going to give you this and give you this, you really didn't surrender. See, what you're saying is that I've come to get this. What you've done is a taste test to see if it's true. It's the same thing as getting a buzz. Well, I'll try this Jesus thing. Maybe there's a buzz in it. <laughs> That's not Jesus. It's full. Your goal as a Christian is to be conformed to his image, is to be transformed into his image, into his likeness, and to actually walk like Christ walked. Jesus didn't despise sinners, but he hated sin, and he addressed it all the time. And he said words like sinners to people that were in sin. Yet he loved them and everybody followed him. What has flip-flopped in the church today? What has flip-flopped? says there's two men that are seated on a plane oh my gosh a stewardess gives the first man a parachute and instructs him to put it on because it will improve his flight not understanding how a parachute could, a parachute could possibly improve his flight the first passenger is a little skeptical finally he decides to see if the claim is true after strapping on the parachute he notices his burdensome weight of the parachute he has difficulty even sitting upright Consoling himself with the promise of a better flight, our first passenger decides to give it a little time. Because he's the only one wearing a parachute, some of the other passengers began smirking at him and making fun of him, which only adds to his utter humiliation. Unable to stand it any longer, our friend slumps in his seat, unstraps the parachute, throws it to the floor. Disillusionment and bitterness fill his heart because as far as he's concerned, he was told a lie. Another stewardess gives the second man a parachute, but listen to her instructions. She tells him to put it on because at any moment, he's gonna be jumping out of the plane at 25,000 feet. Our second passenger gratefully straps the parachute on. He doesn't notice its weight on his shoulders, nor that he can't even sit upright. His mind is consumed with the thought of what will happen if he jumped without it. When other passengers laugh at him, he's thinking, it's not funny, you're gonna need a passenger. You're gonna need a parachute too. The first man's motive for putting on that parachute was solely to improve his flight. As a result, he was humiliated by passengers, disillusioned by an unkept promise, and embittered against the stewardess who gave it to him. As far as he's concerned, he will never put that thing on again. He will never have it on his back again. The second man put the parachute on to escape the danger of the upcoming jump because he knew what would happen to him without it. He had a deep-rooted joy and peace in his heart knowing he was, he'll be saved from certain death because he was given the ability to withstand the mockery and he was given the ability to withstand the mockery of the passengers because he knows the end from the beginning. That's crazy. His attitude towards the stewardess who gave him that parachute was one of heartfelt gratitude. That's crazy. <clears throat> the first one is a man-centered gospel. 
and it makes sense. Why did I come to Jesus? Because somebody told me I was going to have love, joy, peace, patience. I was promised a good life with no problems. Come to Jesus. How of you that are just tired? Come on, just give your, just raise your hand, slip up your, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you. But they didn't do it to escape the jump. Here's the deal. One day, you and I are going to all face the Lord. It's the truth. And we're back. What's up, you guys? So thanks for hanging out while we um, tried to <laughs> learn how to broadcast things. But we're back now. Hopefully you guys got to uh, kind of interact with those um, few minutes of Todd White's sermon. If you want to watch the whole thing, I think somebody has dropped it in the comments already. I saw it earlier. Yeah, it's in there. Somebody dropped it in the comments. Katie Waxley did, so you guys can hop in there and take a look at that whenever you get a, a chance, get a moment. Um, but, yeah, so... Good. It's good times. What do you, what you think, man? What do you think? I, well, I'm proud of us for, for trying this. You know, I feel like we're evolving. We're growing. <laughs> this is good. Things are happening. Something's I happening. think we're going to get better and better at this, and I'm and I'm thankful to our loyal fans out there. You know the eighteen thousand of them, the the hordes. <laughs> as I see the number of people joining us diminishing mm. by the second. <laughs> so you know the Christchurch pastors, our hairstyle is kind of shaved. It's kind of just a shaved head look, or just really high. R- Forehead. You still have some hair left, yeah. you know? But it, my forehead starts back here now, <laughs> so I feel like... Yeah. That's our style, so maybe the Todd White is going to spark a new reformed pastor look. Like, <laughs> we kind of have the... It's the shaved head with the beard oh, thing. that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then they get old, they throw on the readers. And they get the dreadlocks. But now, man, with, with the that's like a it's dreadlock coming. man bun. That's kind of like That's a, exactly... <laughs> That's that's a epic right there. Man that's button. a whole lot of work, I'm See, sure. Well, I actually, so technically, dreadlocks, the reason people's hair dreadlocks is because you don't wash it. Because you don't do a lot of work <laughs> with it. <laughs> but the bun probably does require a lot of effort. That's probably it. That's probably <laughs> now now story. we got them back. 22 people watching. <laughs> you know, talk a little bald head dreads. Oh, we're good. Everybody's we're good. entertained by so that. So the new reform pastor look, dreads. I need to see Joe with that. Joe needs dreads. Pastor Joe, <laughs> make where it you happen, at with dreads? I will, I will only be able to have dreads from the side, <laughs> which would be I – w- I think that's the way the uh, Predator looked. Remember that movie from the early 90s, that's Predator, right. that's with right. Arnold Schwarzenegger? I'm pretty sure he was bald on top with dreads just out the great side. Great marketing oh, right there. A skullet. A skullet. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Fantastic. Love it. So, yeah, so also can – I get one of those ambient synth pads. The whole time. Just the, the key of A. Is that just, what it was? It was A? The whole time. Well, I don't know if it was A. I would, I, we would need Pastor Scott to tell us the exact uh, key. Or maybe uh, maybe uh, Maga Matt over there can he give could, us the he key. He help us out with that. Yeah, just a steady, just a whale noise in the background. Just kind of... We need that, I think. I feel like more people would, you know, nah. come to church. I mean, I'm not trying to be too hard on him. Playing that's, the whole time, though? Yeah, I mean, but that's just that's what they do. I'm not trying to be too hard on him. But uh, we at least have to crack a few little jokes. If he's going to join the Reform Club, he's got to learn <laughs> to be able to take a joke. Because we got punches. snark over here, you know. <laughs> 
That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, man, you know, one of the things I was thinking watching this video is this. I just, I miss 2012. You know, back then. T4G. Oh, the good days. Together for the gospel. Back when Matt Chandler was just getting started. This, This is like. He's like 2012 Matt Chandler. He's like Harkins Matt Chandler plus 100 pounds and some dreads. And he's talking about the unadjusted gospel. I miss this. Do you, you remember watching Ray Comfort? Did you ever watch Ray Comfort back I, I in the day? I still don't know who that is. Yeah, it's man, look. Ray Comfort <clears throat> is the gateway drug to reform <laughs> theology. Ray Comfort, he's the guy. And now he worked with Kirk Cameron. So you're talking like... All of us that came out of just kind of your standard evangelicalism right. and fundamentalism okay. uh, just grew up on sort of like, a, uh, you know, just real basic um, moralism and whatnot. Yeah. You get yeah. in there with Ray Comfort, and he's hitting people up on the street, and this is his thing. Okay. okay? I know who we're talking about now. Your way okay, of the okay, master. Okay. Way I, of the yeah, master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got to do that. And as soon as I heard Todd White speaking, I was like, he has talked to Ray Comfort. Hmm. I think they both come from, uh, I think Ray Comfort's in California too. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. Or he's found him on the internet because Ray Comfort dominates the internet. He's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And he does the man on the street sort of thing. You know, have you, you, have you ever heard the uh, Ten Commandments? Can you list the Ten Commandments? Okay. And the person's like, ah, and he's like, can you list ten beers? And they're kind of like, Abita, Heineken. <laughs> of course, they don't say Abita in California. But... That's what he does. He's like, well, do you think you uh, are good? Do you think you keep the law? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, can I, you might have asked you a few questions. Have you mm. ever lied? You know, well, sure, I've told a lie. And so and then he's kind of like, well, what's that make you? A liar. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> have right. you ever stolen anything? Yes. What's that make you? A thief. And mm. he just goes through mm. the, the thing. Right. And shows that according to the law of God, if God were to judge you on the last day, wouldn't you be found guilty or innocent? And the person is kind of, you know, if they if they play along, they're forced to say guilty. And then he presents the gospel to them, having um, expressed the condemnation that is found in the law, mm-hmm. which we all know. Mm-hmm. He then professes the atonement mm-hmm. that is offered in Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just basic gospel presentation right on the street evangelism it's good stuff but i man i used to binge watch ray comfort really oh ray comfort i'm telling you he is the gateway drug into that (laughs) you start listening to ray comfort then you know who you're going to find next you're going to discover old charles Charles spurgeon (laughs) you you get in there deep enough you know who knows what you might find it's good stuff right so right I think one thing is cool about this Todd White video is maybe he is on the same journey that many people are when they are converted to Christ and yeah. they come across the gospel on the internet. Right. A lot of people f- discover the gospel on the internet. Mm-hmm. They realize their church is false and they leave their church. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he's experiencing the same sort of a journey. Yeah. I think that's that's fascinating. So I'm so happy to see that. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But of course, you know, it begs a few questions. We're not here this morning to tell people to start downloading Todd, Todd White, White sermons. sermons. That's right. <laughs> In fact, don't do that. Please don't. He's One of his sermons had some good things in it for a portion of it, you know? Right. So hold on now. This, this begs a few questions, though. Sure, sure. One of the things I would say is this. In this sermon, I've listened to a larger percentage of it than this video clip that we just had. Right. He right. says that he has been lately going deeper into the gospel. Okay. 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 But here's the thing. This isn't deeper. This is 
this top. is just the basics of what it is. Yeah. This is like he, it, it's not that he's going deeper into the gospel. He's mm. either discovering it for the first time. Right. Or rediscovering it, you know, for right. the first time in a long time. Yeah. But he's not going deeper into it. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. He, he just learned it. Yeah. Um, Maybe he was using that as a rhetorical device. Yeah, I mean, he obviously Something. he's not preaching a memorized sermon. So sure. He's, and he's trying to convince his audience. Mm-hmm. But what I want our people to understand is what he is saying is what your child at two years old should be able to say. Right. Or, or at least know and understand the concepts mm-hmm. at two years old. This is the very basics of disciple making. Right. Very basics. Um, and it's, it's troubling that he has not preached this throughout the entirety of his ministry. Right. This is really, sure. really troubling. So while we are excited about potentially a new person um, um, saved right. by the blood of Christ, right. we're also troubled that thousands and thousands and thousands of people, many of which are still sitting in that building, right. do not know the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if you know the gospel, you are not listening to Todd White. Sure. You know, if you are following Christ, you are not following Todd White. Right. That is just the bottom line. You you might find some therapeutic healing from a small percentage of his New Age teachings, mm-hmm. but overall he is preaching great falsehoods. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. angel of light comes with a portion of some things that are helpful. Right. Right. He offers you bread. Right. You have to turn the stones to the bread. You have to bow the knee to him. But he is giving you bread at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, sure, there's some, you know, a little bit for you. Right. A little bit for your soul. But at the end of the day, it's destructive. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm troubled by his audience. Like, will his audience be converted? Sure. Will he keep doubling down on this and, and, and keep going after him and, and explaining to them the gospel. Right. That would be a revival. That would be amazing. So to be able to say, I guess from watching one video with the statement, Todd White repents, I mean, I guess we don't really know the answer to that. We well, know that he says, I'm repenting, but we're not really going to know if he has or not for some time. Well, it's going to take a little bit of time to see how he, like he says, will you double down? Is he, is he going to continue to walk in these yeah. ways or... Well, and as John the Baptist said, bear fruits in keeping with repentance. Right. Repentance isn't just learning a new thing. Right. Repentance isn't just changing your mind about a fact. Mm-hmm. It's right. doing something faithfully. It, it bears fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, um, it pays restitution if necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It steps down from public office if needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it bears much fruit, and, and the bearing of fruit takes time to see. So um, we're, we're simply using this as an example to discuss what could be revival, what could be a public conversion of right. a false teacher. Right. We're using these things to discuss these big-ticket big items. Um, but genuine f- repentance bears fruit. And we're not trying to pour salt on this. Sure. We're just teaching you the essence of repentance. Mm-hmm. But what about the tears, Pastor Stewart, and the passion? Um, yeah. It, I mean... That, that is not the fruits of repentance necessarily. Well, sure. And anybody can squeeze some tears out. Especially someone who is known for manufacturing leg growth sessions, right? <laughs> so, but, right. but listen, That's we're not trying true. to pour salt on this. 
we're we're not even saying hold up we need to gatekeep all of this i'm not we're not but right. we are talking about what happens when a false teacher who has led thousands of people into a false gospel mm-hmm. learns the gospel for the very first time mm-hmm. um, we we have to to think through these things carefully sure more of us should cry over our sin honestly it's a shame that more pastors don't weep over their sins mm-hmm. but but tears are no um they, they're irrelevant, right. okay? Tears don't equal repentance. Yeah, we can't look at that. We can't right. look at passion, emotions. We, ha- we want to see, will he repent of the false teaching as it pertains to the doctrine of justification? Mm-hmm. Will he learn the true gospel, justification by grace and through faith, and mm-hmm. will he lead his people in that? Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, we might want to say this. Because the Bible has qualifications for elders and pastors— he does not meet those qualifications. Yeah, maybe he should step down. He needs, to, he needs to take some time mm-hmm. for discipleship, for prayer, for getting getting. Maybe go visit uh, Ray Comfort. He, Ray Comfort's yeah. had a big impact on him. Yeah, they're sit in with Ray Comfort um, if they're close. I'm not sure, um, but he, but he is not. He is a novice. That was what Paul would call him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has not had the time to be tested. Mm-hmm. Elders and deacons need to have been tested in various ways to, to demonstrate their repentance and their faithfulness. Right. Even the Apostle Paul, when he stood up on the road to Damascus, having been blinded by Christ, did not go immediately into ministry. There was a season of time where he was in Arabia, in the wilderness with Christ. Mm-hmm. He was being discipled for a season of time well, before even he, he went. went back to the rest of the disciples in Jerusalem and like spent time with them so that they could confirm everything that right. he was Th- saying. That's exactly like, there. Yeah. There was a even even Jesus the Messiah um, spent thirty years on this earth uh, following the Lord and working as a uh, as a, a normal genuine believer mm-hmm. before he entered into his ministry at around the age of thirty. So mm-hmm. he. He is not qualified to be a teacher. I, um, I mean, Kanye is not qualified to be the president. But you know, <laughs> but I'm excited that you know what in the what is God doing in 2020? You know, something's happening. I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm excited to see like maybe I'll follow him on Twitter or something and just kind of see just what see his what next happens. Few, next yeah, few I think that's exciting. Like. Yeah. Um, but but one thing that I think is even more interesting is that. It seems anecdotally, from my perspective, that there are more people out there because of this COVID crisis Mm -hmm. that are discovering um, the other tribes of Christianity. They're discovering historic Christianity for the first time. Hmm. Maybe it's because they've been at home and they've been forced to surf through the Internet. (laughs) And <laughs> yeah, to to find like some preaching and teaching, they come across R.C. Sproul, or they come across John Piper, mm-hmm. or John MacArthur, or Charles Spurgeon, or Ray Comfort, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they and they are introduced to historic Christianity mm-hmm. for the first time. I mean, what if God, in um, shutting down all of these churches, in 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 bringing His plumb line of justice in 2020, and shutting down so many churches that aren't open till next year if mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. but also opening up the eyes of many to historic biblical christianity right i mean that's that would be amazing maybe todd white is an emblem or a symbol of something that's happening all over our country mm, that would be cool man something's coming that would be i Stuff know we have people at our church on, yeah. visiting they're like we've been wanting to visit for so long 
We, we know about the teaching. We, we want expository preaching. We want the scriptures. We've heard of Reformed theology. We've heard yeah. of the historic um, uh, faith. Mm-hmm. And we, we are Orthodox looking for this. Christianity. Yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, people are, have been coming to our church, leaving the word of faith, mm-hmm. um, prosperity, preaching, um, movement. Maybe right. Todd White is a part of that whole uh, change, that whole sea change. Decent number of people come into our church just because we're the church that is open. It's having worship <laughs> right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, guys, let's not uh, all start sitting at Todd White's feet. He has sure. a platform. He's very famous and popular. Mm-hmm. But that is not a qualification for one who uh, administers the word. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's be objective about this, but let's also not be a bunch of Debbie Downers, you know, wrapping ourselves in um, in in robes and condemning everything as you know as phony. Right. This very well, could be a move of God. Let's let's sure. wait and see. Let's wait and see. I think yeah. that's probably the the advice to all the Christians that are watching right now. You know, just just wait. Just wait and watch, and let's see what happens. That's right. Give it a couple of months, and you know who knows what's coming down the pipe. That's right. Pray That's for right. him, of course, and for all those people who are in that church that are still lost right now, mm-hmm. that they would actually truly yeah. hear the real gospel. There's a moment in, in the sermon, this is great, where he says, now, are you, are you guys with me? Nobody claps. And it's like one guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wonder, I mean, he's been, he's been promoting the self-esteem gospel. Jesus so is, is yeah. your professional therapist. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, he wanted to be with you so bad that he came down to earth. You are, you're worthy. You're deserving. You know, mm-hmm. all of that sort of self-actualization humanism. Mm-hmm. Um, and now all of a sudden he stands up and preaches the wages of sin is death. Right. There is a, he said, there is a day of wrath coming. Dang, I need to go back and watch that clip. I love it. I love it. So, what happens, you know? Yeah. Have you have you ever had a like a dream of what if I were asked to preach at one of these word of faith, prosperity, you know, positive encouraging churches? How Paul Washer would you what, go? <laughs> what does Paul Washer say? He's like, Why are you clapping? I'm talking <laughs> about, about you. you. That's right. That's right. Man, or man. pour an R.C. Sproul. What does R.C. Sproul What's say? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> <There it is>. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, need man. that soundbite. <laughs> I mean, we need Make that soundbite. We need the Paul Washer soundbite. <laughs> we need the R.C. Sproul soundbite. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. But we'll just hang out. We'll watch. We'll see what happened with Todd and all of his people. And, and as another thing that we can put in the category of what on earth is happening in 2020. That's right. Like it's clearly right. something's rolling up, man. Just got to wait and see what comes. Pa- Pastor Joe says um, that uh, Ray Comfort is the gateway to R.C. Sproul. Oh, gosh. And, uh, don't read that quote. R.C. Sproul is the gateway to Spurgeon. <laughs> oh, Spurgeon to Calvin. Gosh. Calvin to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great jokes. Great. What's wrong with you people? Great jokes, Pastor Joe. I love I don't it, know that Joe. That's helpful for Brandon, though. <laughs> don't know that it's helpful. Yeah, yeah man. Good time. A little bit of mockery. We, you know, we love some good old fashioned uh, rubbing. Good old fashioned <laughs> mockery. Poking. We are men, after all. You know. Yeah. This is a manly podcast. <laughs> In the middle of the day. While most men are at work. <laughs> While most men are at work. <laughs> they, catch it on the, they catch it on the recording. Oh, man. So Ashley says she still watches Ray Comfort's street evangelism videos. That's I cool. i got to go watch some of these. Like, I just, just not even touching <laughs> base on that stuff. I used to binge watch these things. Just couldn't turn it off. 
I used to binge watch. I mean, it it was like my um, you know, it was like training for me. It was my training. I loved it. So, um, yeah. Well, any other comments out there? Any other questions? Um, I'm looking at some of the comments, but of course, I'm not able to um, figure out Facebook yet, <laughs> and so I can only see like four comments you're doing you're doing a great job buddy there's nothing else really coming in we got a lot of people who are excited about what's going on of course um, a lot of people that are learning to watch and to listen a little bit longer i think that's going to be helpful for a lot of us and i think it's good man it's going to be exciting to see um yeah. see what comes down the pipe it's exciting yeah is revival just around the corner here's open hmm. here's, here's hoping open. here well one way we'll know is if the church repents hmm if you see all Todd White's followers say, we're running this way now. Yeah, and, and you see all the churches in Acadiana repenting and turning. Mm. I mean, that would be... Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Absolutely. That would be amazing. We'll see what comes. Well, guys, thank you all so much for coming and being a part with us today as we discussed Todd White and his uh, repentance, maybe. You know, we'll find out over the next several months. Um, I encourage you guys to go in and listen to all of our podcasts. You can find them at sermonaudio.com, keyword, We Are Christchurch. Um, you can also go to any podcast platform and type in We Are Christchurch and find all those things there. You can find us on Facebook.com. Um, go search for the Christchurch media page. And soon enough, we will be on YouTube. Yes, that's right. Mm. YouTube. It's coming um, as we slowly. I feel like as we're learning new things to do on this show, it's like yeah. feeling forward in a dark room. We don't really mm-hmm. know exactly We're, we're definitely coming. not moving too quick. You no. Know, it, slow and steady wins the race. Stumbling along and all those kinds of fun things. But anyway, thank you so much for joining with us. Yep. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and you found it helpful. If you've got questions, you can email me, Stuart, at wearechristchurch.com, and we'd be happy to follow up with you there. But until then, we will see you all next time. Mm-hmm.